Hello ladies and gents, you're with Adrianosaurus, the coach of Adriana Stoinis Rex. Yes, that is my name this year in BBL Supercoach. Um gonna keep it a dinosaur themed as I tend to run with, but Adriana Stoinis Rex is the name of the team. Uh, and as promised, I'm gonna do sort of a podcast about my initial uh, team. Now, one thing that has to probably go definitely into consideration for you when you're listening to podcasts and stuff and, and looking at people's initial teams is that there's, there's every chance that that'll change. You know, like we're quite a ways out from December 5 and there could be signings, there could be injuries, there could be called up, you know, to play for Australia A, you know, picked in the test team. There's things that can change, you know. So your initial team there's every chance it'll change you know i think you know I, I know a lot of players that have different styles of of playing super coach um so, you know there's some of them that go in a day before the game launches you know a day before the first game and they just bung a team together and they get off to a ripping start and that works for them you know um most players i know and i talk to um in my communities you know they like to listen to podcasts they like to look at posts they like to get as much info, you know, stats and just keep apprised of what's going on, do a bit of study, um, you know, and, and that's how they like to prepare. So I think an initial team sort of uh, for those planners and well, what are the benefits, you know, what are the benefits as, as I see it to building an initial team? I think, look, you can really decide, um, you know, your rock solid ones, you know, the players that um, you are pretty sure on, you know, that are looking strong, like, they, you know, there's no reason why they won't be there for round one of the BBL or, you know, you might be deciding between player A and player B. You know, do I want, you know, a Stoinis or do I want a Darcy Short? You know, looking at the schedule and, you know, a lot of people sort of come up with their plan, um, you know, a bit of buy and double game round planning, um, you know, in the run up to, you know, this far out, you know, from BBL. So my initial team is definitely something that is subject to change. Um, I... You know, the things that you've got to take into consideration when making your initial team for round one, we know that the Brisbane Heat and the Sydney Sixers are on the double game round, you know, so how many is enough? Now, you know, I see a lot of players in Supercoach across NRL and BBL and even in AFL that, um, you know, they get obsessed with with numbers, you know, and, and running in with big, with big, big numbers. Um you know, for buys and for double game rounds and stuff. And I think that you can sometimes get too obsessed, if you know what I mean. So uh, I think the number is a minimum six, you know, for that game run, uh, double game round in, in, in round one. I think one of the prerequisites in numbers for buy, uh, for double game rounds for me is the quality. You know, quality over um, quantity, but you still need a reasonable quantity. So what do I mean by that? I mean, you know, if you're picking someone like Jimmy Pearson, for instance, and if he's batting at seven, you know, he might be cheap, but what are you going to get out of him, you know, over two games? You know, you might get lucky and he might go out and, you know, if they have a collapse and he comes in early and he might have a ripping innings, you know, and that's a risk, you know, that might pay off for you. But the it's a low percentage play, picking a player, you know, for a double game round who bats at seven, you know, uh, you want to go for openers, you know, three and fours, tops, you know, and and you want to go the bowlers and all rounders, you know, and that 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 has been a key to success for all 
all super coaches in BBL that have succeeded. Um, so to me, it's it's about getting quality, you know. So in round uh, one with the Heat and the Sixers, I think uh, I'll go in with probably seven, and, and hopefully out of those seven, five of the you know quality picks, if you know what I mean, like your Currens, your Dwarshus, Lins. You know, we'll go through the ones that I have pegged in my initial team for that round one, but you know, five quality and a Ben Manetti or a Bartlett or something like that is fine for me. I think that's seven, um, you know, and I would recommend, you know, five quality, you know, and, and going in with numbers total at least six, you know, slash seven. So, um, you know, those things will be taken into consideration. You know, you've got Brisbane Heat going into the bye in round two. You know, so how many of them do you want to carry, you know, into round one? Um, you know, you've got the Adelaide Strikers coming in from round two, you know, so it wouldn't hurt to have a, a striker on your bench or something. You know, you've got the Melbourne Stars uh, on the double game round in in, uh, in round three, you know. So some of your decisions, like one for me personally, was between Stoinis and Darcy Short. I love them both as players. Um, I'm a little bit concerned about Darcy Short's form the bat at the moment, but... You know, Stoinis is coming back from a, a recent injury and, you know, if he's not bowling, you know, it's just bad only. You know, at least he's an opener. But that double game round in in round three is what got me over the line in the choosing between those two players. Anyway, who was my first picked? Uh, Daniel Sams. You know, I picked Daniel Sams. Um, he costs a pretty penny, doesn't he? Over <laughs> third most expensive player in the game. But look, he's a genuine all-rounder, and I'm I'm one of those players that loves the double, uh, sorry, the the double skilled type players, all-rounders. Um, two bites at the cherry in every game, you know. And uh, I, I used in my previous podcast an example of Darcy Short, for instance. He'd had some absolute friggin' shockers last year with the bat, but he'd come out and bowl and jag a few wickets, you know, and take a catch and end up with a good score. Um, that's a good safety blanket to have when you, but you know, the, in it being a safety blanket, if it's, if it's an all rounder, the key is that they are actually genuine all rounders. You know what I mean? Like Liam Livingston, you know, he might be down as a bat bowl cause he, he trundles over some spinners, but he's, he's not going to bowl. You know, he's a risky opener, you know, and, and that's how you got to look at him, you know? So, um, genuine all rounders. Yes. You know, but, um, you got to look at it, what, 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 what quality it is. You know, what, quali- what, what quality of all-rounder are they? Um, all right, so let's go through my team, starting at the wicketkeeper, as we look at it on the screen. Uh, look, I've gone Josh Philippi. Um, he's the number one choice, isn't he, for the double game round, you know, as far as keepers go. Um, I don't think he's going to... He's not going to get picked for Australia, right? There's, there's, there's some good backup keepers you know for australia so he's not going to get a run there is he surely but you know obviously if if something happened and he got picked <laughs> you know you'd have to change i probably wouldn't even go to jimmy pearson like i said if I'd, I'd be listening out for where jimmy pearson bats in the order you know if he's at seven he's a he's a hard pass for me um if he you know being the captain maybe he gets a say in the batting order you know maybe he bats higher if he does you know he's a viable option i think maybe for your bench but at this point in time i'm going to be going with a um philippi and and on my bench i've got baxter holt you know i'm not interested in any of the other keepers if in fact if there was a, a bottom dollar you know 42k uh you know keeper i'd be taking them you know 
I'm not jazzed by anyone in you know that moves up the list in cheapies. You know, Jilks. You know, is it how you say it? Gilks or Jilks? Gotch, Nielsen, Hanscom. You know, Pearson. Maybe if he bats higher, but definitely if he's seven or six, not interested. Not interested in Bancroft. Not interested in Duckett. Uh, probably the first ones I'm interested in is Harper and Inglis. You know. And it's a big difference between 60k and 120, 130k, if you you know what I mean. So um, I'm just going with Baxter Holt at this point in time. If a 42k cheapy non-player comes in, I will take them, you know, uh, in for sure uh, on, onto my bench. But at the moment, it's Philippi and Baxter Holt for me. Um, over to my batters. Um it's important to know that when I have a batter and a bowler bench, uh, I like to keep a non-playing reserve on there, you know, a bottom price. You know, ideally, uh, you know, I want to be able to have some all-rounders, some bat and bowl, so I can move my bench reserves around in able to get a look at my bench, you know, the bench players that have the reserve selected on them. I want to get a look at them, you know, in a loop sort of sense. And if they got come off and, and absolutely brain it, I want to be able to bring in a non-player, you know, to get the score, you know, off of the benchy that I've got the reserve on. So um, important to know that I've got that ability through that Jay Can, you know, from the Hobart Hurricanes. He's in the reserve spot on my batting, uh, and you know, with all rounders that I have down in the bowlers, um, I can move Can up and down, you know, between batter and bowler. Uh, as my NPR loop option, if one of my bench reserves comes off, so I've got a, I'm always going to have an NPR, you know, and uh, an NPR all rounder allows me to be able to just carry one NPR like that, um, because I can flip in between batter and bowler. Uh, my other reserve batter is is Aaron Finch. Finch is an absolute bloody steal, isn't he? And you know. Uh, he, he had an absolute shocker of a season last year, but you'd expect that he's going to bounce back this year. Uh, wouldn't it be nice to see him do something in the World Cup? You know, in the warm-up game, there wasn't much for him there. But um, hopefully we see some form. He, he'd shown some form in the lead-up to this, so, you know, it's hard to leave him out, you know, at that price. Um, 62500 and, and It's an absolute steal. So Can and Finch on the bench. Um, I've got Daniel Sams in my bat. You know, you'll find... A lot of players will have all-rounders and bowlers. In, in Supercoach BBL, you know, the all-rounders are where it's at. You know, and if you they're the ones that are scoring the bulk of the points. And if you've got genuine all-rounder opportunities uh, in players, you know, you'll find oh, that they find their way into the bat spot a lot. You know, like I've only got Finch is bat only. You know, and and we'll go through another player I have in there who's a who's a bat only. But Daniel Sams, who's an all rounder, I've got him in my batting position. Tom Curran, I've got him in my batting as well. Um, he's a great VC and C option. You know, pending anything bad that might happen for round one, I think he'd be heavily captained or viced in that round. Uh, I've gone with Chris Lynn. You can't leave him out, can you? Because you know, if you want your round one to get off to a good start. Um, You've got to have Chris Lynn in there. Now, he's a bit of a yo-yo. We all know that. Um, that's why he's at such a good value price this year. But look, he's not the captain anymore. So he can just ease his mind of that and go out and just play his natural game. And he's, he's, he's going to open up, you'd think. 
Um, and look, he's the kind of player that if you try to death ride him or you antipod him, not having him in there, um, he's an absolute scary watch. So Lynn is in. You know, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shit my pants and not have him in my team for round one. I've got Marcus Stoinis, the big Stoin. I'm called Adriana Stoinis Rex. Of course, I've got to have him in. But, you know, I was deciding between... Uh, look, I see Darcy Short as a genuine all-rounder. I think he's a real above-handy bowler. You know, and there's every chance that I might bring Darcy Short in um, to my team at some point. But I've gone with Stoinis at the moment. Um, I'd love to see him you know, do well at this, uh, you know, World Cup, and I'd love to see maybe him rolling the arm over, you know, because I want to see that he's going to be an all-rounder, you know, but you can't, you can't resist having him, you know, I think, because the, the stars are on the double game round in round three, you know, so options like him and Maxi, um, you know, are fair options to have early on in your team. I've gone with Stoinis, um, I haven't gone with Maxi. You know, I haven't got him in my bat or bowl position. Um, you know, it was it was pointed out on the Jock Reynolds, you know, podcast there that he's got a Cricket Australia contract. You know, he's a big part of the World Cup, you know, program, but there's a chance on that contract that he could get higher honours. You know, and I would rather just adjust and bring him in, you know, right on round three if he's, a, if, if he's you know, available. Um, but he's not in my team at the moment. Um, the last batting position I've got is Usman Khawaja. Now, you know, I personally think, how, how are you going to keep Usman Khawaja out of the test team? You know, I think he played a fantastic innings recent times in uh, the state cricket. Um, and I think he, you know, him and Head are probably fighting it out, I guess, maybe for a test spot, I, th- I think. But I've just got him in there pending if he's if he's available. We know that the Thunder have no buys. That's that's the reason why I picked Sam's, you know, a genuine all-rounder with no buys for the entire year. Um, you could just have Sam's in your team, you know, from the start of the comp all the way to the end. Uh, and look, you know, Usman Khawaja is in form. You know, he belted some great runs in and looked really good uh, in that in that state game. Um, and I think, you know, he's a gun of the past. I just think at the price of 93300 he's an absolute steal, and I, I'm predicting a big tournament from him. Um, but, again, if I had to put it down to, you know, who do you pick in this test team to take on uh, the Palms, I, I would be putting Kawaja in personally if I was a, s- a selector. But, you know, he's in there currently, and I could easily flip him, you know, to... Uh, another player, you know, at the ninety-three three hundred with a little bit in the bank, I could make he make him via jewels into like Lamachine, you know, or I could, uh, or you know, I don't know. I've got, I'm up near a hundred k, you know. I could go another player easily from him, but at the moment he's in there. Um, all right, so let's go with what we got so far. Philippi and Holt in the wicketkeeper position. I've got Sam's, Curran, Lynn, and Stoinis with Kawaja in the bat position my bench is finch and can in the bowlers i've got mujib Uh, now mujib is a top option i think for the double game round in round one Uh, you know of maybe a few actually for the heat i think it's lynn and i think it's mujib you know now mujib comes at a high price at 208 thousand he played Seven games last year in the BBL. And he got off to a bit of a modest start. The first three scores were in the 30s. Then I think he got a 60. And then he absolutely, you know, hundreds. You know, big hundreds. So, uh, uh, 
I find it a scary watch. You know, I, I, when I when I come up with my team, uh, who I'm leaving out, who am I scared of? If I didn't go with Majib, uh, I would probably be scared of him in round one double. Um, so I, I chose to go with Majib instead of Rashid. You know, originally in the first iteration of my team, I had Rashid Khan in there. Obviously, with Adelaide, you know, um, strikers having the double game round in round two, you know, having Rashid in there uh, was always penciled in for me. You know, he's a scary watch not to have in your team. I'll tell you that much, and everybody knows that. But um, Majib could easily become Rashid in round two. You know, so I've only got to watch and be scared of Rashid for round one. <laughs> you know, and. You know, between two games, surely Majib can do a Rashid, you know, or at least better than Rashid, you know, I think. And that's that educated choice I've made. You know, for me to get the numbers up to six and seven, and I wanted to get to five quality, um, the two players that I'm carrying from the Heat are Lin and Majib. So Majib was my first pick in the bowlers and my most expensive bowler. But I do have that plan of getting him to Rashid Khan for round two. Uh, I've gone with Ben Dorshus. You know, he's a wicket taker and he's a good bowler. I really like him as a player. Um, he looks looks like Abbott um, will, will be out on Australia A duties, you'd think. Um, and he'll bowl his four. You know, he'll bowl in good parts in the game. Uh, and he's really consistent. You know, so I wanted him in there. Um, other names that I'm seeing in some teams are Carlos Braith, Brathwaite. He doesn't really float my boat. I don't think he's a guarantee of bowling uh, a lot of overs, and, and 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 also he comes in, you know, low down the order. So when you look at, like, um, you know, Darcy Short and Stoinis and Mitch Marsh, for instance, they're good all-rounders. They bat high, and they bowl at least a couple, you know, um, batting right up the top of the order for Short and Stoinis, you know, and Mitch Marsh, you know, you think he's going to bat pretty high, you know, so... And, and always, you know, getting a couple of overs of bowling. They're a quality all-rounder. Um, but for me, Braithwaite, there's just not enough for him there. You know, for him to be... You know, he might have the odd game where he's good. But in round one, I don't fear, you know, Braith, Braithwaite. You know, I just think he comes in too low and he doesn't get, a, you know, always the four overs at all. Usually not the four overs. Uh, Dan Christian, he's not for me this year. I mean, is Father Time going to catch up with Dan Christian? I mean, it's a little bit of um, Carlos, you know. Dan Christian comes in lowish, you know, down in the order. And, you know, he gets to roll the arm over for a couple of overs. I think he's probably a higher priority, you know, all-rounder. Or like a higher quality of, of all-rounder than Brathwaite. Because, you know, he, I think, is a bit more reliable with the bat. And that's, you know, Dan Christian is someone I'm, I'm mildly scared of in a, in a double game round. Um, because he comes in and slaps 60 off 15 balls, and then, you know, everyone who went with DC is a bloody genius, aren't they? You know, but I just, he's not for me this year, you know, and I just, um, yeah, I just, he's not hes not for me, you know, and, and I could regret it, but um, I just think there are better options, and I've gone with, you know, Dorcious instead, you know, and uh, I'm not going to go Dan Christian. Mitch Marsh. Uh, Marshy, he's in there. Um, you know, I think he's a genuine all-rounder. He's back bowling. He's going to bat himself high. Um, so he's in the team. I think the price is really good for Mitch Marsh as well. And the Scorchers are on the double game round in round four. So it doesn't hurt to have a couple of Scorchers in your team. Uh, Ashton Agar, 
um, you know, 89,700 is, you know, a bargain um, for him. You know, you look at um, his figures in the previous years and it's oh, it's been good, but without being, you know, like you, it's it's not like you're going to get absolutely burnt having Ashton Agar, but he's fairly consistent, you know, he's consistent, but not exquisite, you know, like extraordinary, uh, and he's definitely value at 89,700, you know, so I've got him in there, you know, and they're going to have the double game round in round four, so I think at the price, he's, you know, a good uh, option. Um, look, at the moment, I've got Ben Manetti, you know, I don't know 100% sure if he's going to get the game, uh, in round one for the double game round. Um, but look, it could be Bartlett, you know, from the heat. He looks like he's a good chance of getting a run for the heat in double game round, round one. That would mean I've got three heat players, which I, I, I don't ideally want three heat players. You know, I'll probably go Majib to Rashid for round two. And I might hold Lin if he, if he goes off in round one, you know, because the heat are back on a double game round in round six, you know, so, um, if Manetti doesn't get the game, you know, for the Sydney Sixers, um, you know, 76,500, I can get him up to Bartlett, you know, pretty easily, uh, and, you know, surely one of them out of the two of them, uh, make it in, you know, if not, um, you know, we can go another, another option. I've picked to go, you know, one of the, I haven't got Daniel Hughes, you know, I haven't, you know, there's a, there's going to be someone who opens, whether it's Heaslett or uh, Max Bryan, probably with Chris Lynn. You know, you can take a ride on the old um, <laughs> Max Bryant roller coaster if you like. You know, but he can be scary to uh, go against. He's never really quite come off, you know, hugely in the BBL. But you know, he can he can. He's definitely got it in him. Uh, I just don't know if he's even signed yet. You know, for official with the Heat. But Heaslet was in recent good form as well, you know. So I've gone with, I always choose when I, I'm going for a cheaper type option, you know, usually to go choose a bowler, you know. They get a lot of points if they can jag a wicket or two. And in two games, you know, the the spinner in Manetti, he, he can jag a wicket, you know. So if Manetti wasn't picked, I could easily maybe go a, a Brisbane Heat opener. I probably am not jazzed by, like, you know, the Edwards boys or Hughes, um... You know, so I've just gone with Medity at this point in time. On the bench, at the moment, I've got Renshaw. Um, you know, he's got all-rounder there. Bat and bowl. I'd be interested to see where he bats, you know, in the striker's outfit. And look, you know, it's just sort of a strategic placement of a double-game round player for, you know, round two. So I've picked him, and I've gone Joel Paris, you know, on the bench as well. Yeah, I think he's... Role, he's got a new role, you know, he's moved to a new club and those Hobart Hurricanes have lost, you know, will have, have uh, got rid of Jimmy Faulkner, you know, so he's going to bowl his four, you'd think, and he's an absolute steal, you know, at uh, at the price, uh, 62500 so that's my bowlers. I've got Majib, Dwarshus, Mitch Marsh, Ashton Agar and Ben Manetti and Renshaw and Joel Paris uh, on the bench. Now, one player that I did originally in the first iteration of my team have in there was Lamashane. You know, I had I had Lamashane in there because I think he's good value at the just a tick over a hundred k. You know, the only thing I've done is obviously 
you know, with Manetti and having Renshaw in there, it's a bit of double game round, uh, you know, planning, you know, to try to have the numbers in there, you know, to for the rounds that come up, you know, in the in round two and three and four. So that's why I pick players like Renshaw and Agar, you know, Manetti. Um, but I like Lamachane as an option. I think he's better than 100K. You know, he didn't have a great year. I mean, you have to go back to year, you know, 19-20 to see the best, you know, all the best figures from Lamachane. You know, averaged at about 48 uh, back then. But I think he's here for the whole tournament. You know, so I think he's good value. And I wouldn't, you know, it'd look good to me any teams I saw um, that had Lamachane in there. I think there's value for you having Lamachane. Um, that's the team. Um you know, there's, it's definitely subject to change. You know, the players in my team that I'm locked into, you know, Philippi, provided he doesn't get selected anywhere else, I'm sold, you know, that I'm going to run with Sams, Curran, Lynn, Stoyness, um, you know, eyes on Kawaiza, obviously, for the Ashes. You know, I can't see myself changing off Finch because he's at such good value, um, you know, and Can offers that non-playing reserve option in the uh, bat bowl, you know, all-rounder. Um, in the bowlers, I'm I'm definitely going to do the Majib into Rashid, so I'm locked into him. I love Dwarshus in the team. I love Mitch Marsh, uh, Agar. You know, I'm, I've got him at the moment, but he doesn't overly excite me. I just think he's good value in that, that double game round in four. Um, you know, I've I've got him in the team. Same so with with Manetti. Is he going to get picked? Um, you know, Agar and Manetti are definitely malleable. In, you know, in my team. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not married to Renshaw, you know, um, I'd like to s- see maybe some f- form or whatever in the lead up and s- get a, a glimpse at for, for round one where he's situated, you know, in that order. Um, if he's uh, top four, top five, he, you know, he's 67,000, you know, really low price and he might roll the arm over, you know, so as far as you know, a batter that could bat 3-4 and roll the arm over for maybe an over, you know, at 67, it's not the worst. Uh, and yeah, Joel Paris, I think, is good value. So, um, you know, a lot of that is pretty strong. You know, I've got four or five positions that are malleable that I might change in the lead up to round one. You know, December 5 is a long way away. Uh, well, not too long, five, you know, four weeks or five weeks away. Um, and there could be changes. There could be signings for franchises. Uh, and it's worth, you know, looking at, uh, you know, closer to the to the start date. Um, what do we got in here? Yeah, who's gonna? Who 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 am I scared about watching in in round one that I don't have in my team? You know, probably Rashid. As I said, you know, he's, uh, you know, one of those players that, you know, he, he goes at a pretty good economy rate and he does take the wickets. You know, he can even sometimes go out surprised with the bat. Um, you know, so he's a scary watch, but I've only got to do it for one round, you know, so it was just going into that double game round, you know, with five really good players, you know, and I consider the five, you know, that I've got in there, Philippi is quality, Curran is quality, Lynn is quality, Dwarshus is quality, um, Majib is quality, there's five quality players, you know, my speculative one is Minetti, um, at the moment, and, you know, um, that's, you know, that's six. So I could well, well go a seventh. You know, if Bartlett or maybe a Heaslett or Bryant. You know, to get myself to seven, uh, or if Jimmy Pearson comes up the order. You know, but um, it's a quality five. You know, and and I think that that's good. 
you know, for round one. Um, yeah, listen to the resources out there. Um, there's the Supercoach Hub. If you look it up on Twitter, uh, oh, what is it? I better pause so I can get everything right. So get in there and have a look at Supercoach underscore Hub on Twitter. Um, you know, they've got a Discord in there and it's got a whole range of um, sports, you know, that are covered in there. There's some great stuff in there, whether it be BBL, NRL, AFL, video games, you know, NFL, horse racing, everything you could bloody well think of is in there. Some really good people in there, a lot of really good podcasters and, and resources. Uh, if you head to that Twitter page, um, I'm sure there's information on how to join the Discord in there and, and, and give them a good follow. You know, they're, they're, it's a one-stop shop for all sports. Yeah, they're also running, you know, the Super, the Super Coach Hub Masters League this year in BBL Supercoach. So a lot of the personalities from the Supercoach world uh, in BBL are going to be competing against each other in a really hard-fought league. I'm in the league, uh, BBL, or, you know, super coached by Adrianosaurus. I'm going to be up against the Honeyball BBL uh, team, the Jock Reynolds, the Super Coach Experience, the Super Coach Edge, the Daily Telegraph. So Tim, Tim Mitchell's going to be in there, Bryce Mitchell. Uh, the Supercoach Guns are in there. Some SC Playbook guys are in there. And obviously, uh, the SC Hub uh, is going to be in there. So, you know, a lot of the a lot of the um, content creators in there are going to go up each with each other. It's very similar to the Turbo Sammy's Cup from last year in the NRL. Uh, and, you know, it's going to be a tough, uh, <laughs> you know, comp. A, a tough league. Could be the number one. I'd be surprised if it wasn't the number one league. Um, you know, I finished 45th last year. And... Um, you know, I'm sure, and I think a lot of them were top 10, 15. There's some really good players in there. So there's going to be um, some bants, you know, so get on there and follow on at the Twitter um, and <laughs> you'll see the bands, the chat, the, the matchups, uh, and you can really follow the Super Coach Hub Masters uh, League, you know, and, and uh, see how we all go against each other. Um, yeah, and all of those resources mentioned who are in the uh, Super Coach hub uh masters are great ones to listen to for content as well all of the ones mentioned they're really good so look them up you know on your twitters and uh you'll f you'll find them you know uh give us a follow as well at sc adrianosaurus on all of the formats you'll be able to find me through that on twitter on instagram uh and on facebook you know uh super coach by adrianosaurus uh, lots of good people in there, you know, a lot of knowledgeable people. And, um, you know, I think that when it comes to super coach, knowledge is power, you know, the more things you can sponge up from, you know, these great content creators, uh, and the people in the community, um, the better chance you have at succeeding, you know, in super coach. But, um, that's the initial team for me, the Adrianosaurus Rex, it's going to probably change closer to, um, kick off, you know, as you'd think, you know, with a lot of the changes still to come, you know, with lineups. Um, but that's it. You know, thanks for listening. Uh, you probably hear from me in a couple of weeks uh, in relation to team lineups. We'll do some team previews. Um, looking at having Savs as my first guest uh, to chat, um, you know, the lineups and the um, team, team previews. We'll probably cover the Heat 
the Sixers and the Strikers, I think, first up. I'll probably do one every week in the lead-up to the kickoff to the Big Bash, where we go through the teams, we pick the people. Obviously, we're going to cover Heat and Sixers, who we like from both teams to start in round one, uh, and who we like for, you know, the, the Strikers, um, you know, for round two, and just in general for the whole you know, for your whole team, you know, for the for the Big Bash, you know, do we like any Sixers, Heat or Adelaide Strikers, you know, so looking forward to that and um, it'll drop probably in a couple of weeks time, hopefully it'll help you give, navigate, you know, which ones you want to carry, I mean, for me, I'm only doing Majib and, and Lin, aren't I, from the Heat, because I go straight into that buy, you know, but um, maybe there's different opinions from Savs on Dan Christian or, you know, uh, Brathwaite, you know, maybe, he wants. He thinks that Hughes is going to have a great year. I don't know, but we'll, it's always good to get a second opinion and talk uh, super coach with someone s- super nice and good, uh, a good uh, player in super coach, and he's a content creator from the SC experience. So I look forward to that, and you'll hear that in a couple of weeks. But uh, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening to my show. It was my initial team. Did you like it? Am I missing out on some players? We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. I'll have Savs from the SC Experience on. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk soon, eh? Bye.